You're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. On deck for today, guys. I got a great hot topic. We're going to talk about Elon Musk again, but this time I've got an amazing audio to kind of give you a auditory, but as well as visual when it comes to the size of his wealth, and this will blow your mind. Also got some local news. Not a whole lot, but we've got some good ones. Cash, I've got three good dad jokes for you. Of course, two good riddle me thises. I've got a motivational message and three random facts you likely didn't know. And finally, we have sports. The playoffs are set after some wild games this week, and we've got some great intel on that. Cash, how's your week been, brother? It has been exciting. I'm getting ready to fly back home next week. And on Tuesday, believe it or not, we're getting more snow. So I'm ready to get back home and see a little bit of warmth and sunshine. I heard that, brother. I heard that. Well, it would be good to have you back. And uh, this is the uh, infamous week where you become a dad, uh, you know, I guess legitimately, huh? The birth is on its way. Yes, next Friday. We could not be more excited to welcome him into the world and even have a few dad jokes of my own because, you know, uh, we're not going to have the show next week. So I I felt like I just got to get them out before uh, anything else. I heard that. That's awesome, brother. That's right, guys. If you heard that, we will not be having a show next week. We are going to uh, celebrate uh, Cash and his fatherhood, as well as uh, my family and I are going to be doing some stuff uh, you know, out of town for a little bit and different things. And so next week, we're going to be off, and we look forward to get back with you the week after. Before we get into our hot topics, guys, I wanted to mention our amazing advertiser, Brian Couch and Team Couch of Birch Realty. If you're in the market to buy or sell a house, this is the number one realtor team in DeSoto County. Heck, they've been voted that way five times. Please go check out their website, teamcouch.com, and you can see everything they offer as well as all their contact information. This is the team for you. Let me tell you why. Right now, they are offering a free market analysis for you with no obligation. If you're curious what your home is worth or your property or something of that nature, call them, let them know the particulars, and let them show you what they can do. This is, again, no obligation, completely free. This is a way for you to be introduced to the best team in DeSoto County. If you want to call them today, you can reach them at 662-449-1700 or you can call Brian Sell. Cash, what's that number? 901-461-7653, or as we like to say, sold. Now remember, guys, every home needs a couch. All right, guys, today on Hot Topics, we're going to talk about Elon Musk again, as he has decided to put an offer out there to buy Twitter outright. $54.20 is what Elon is offering for every share, and that comes out to roughly $43 billion. Holy cow. So the man went from looking at his 9% isn't enough. So let me just go ahead and offer another $43 billion. Yes, that is quite, quite a number, man. I go out to eat and look at $43. Am I sure that they calculated this right? Like, I I don't know. Yeah, it's it's unfathomable to me, man. Just that many zeros. But so Twitter, uh, the board has responded and not responding, uh, you know, I would say well, or you could say they responded poorly. And the word is out that they're preparing or already started the process of what's called a poison pill. You want a poison pill as cash? Well, I know it in the terms of NBA, because there's a lot of poison pill contracts whenever there's a lot of free agents in that, but I assume it's semi-similar to 
the the business world, but go ahead and break it down a little bit better for us. So the deal is, is that the uh, they're going to offer more shares at a discounted rate to their other shareholders to basically lower the price and you know flood the market with more shares than you can buy. It kind of hurts Twitter, but it also prevents the you know a hostile takeover. So that's why I call it a poison pill. You're poisoning your your own company, uh, lowering its value. But you do not offer the that discounted price to the one who's trying to do the takeover. So thus, Elon can't buy it at the discounted right, a discounted price, I should say, and uh, causing that problem. Do you know how that he's not able to buy them? Like, I mean, I don't understand how you. They only offer it to the other shareholders. How is that something that's legal? Like, I mean, I'm not saying that you know it or anything, but it just seems very illegal in, in something like that is able to well, happen. Evidently, this is a, a common practice when there's a hostile takeover uh, potential. Um, you know, I'm not savvy enough in the business world, but it's just uh, the idea that, you know, you're going to forego your company's, uh, you know, net worth or make it diluted to prevent it. I mean, I guess you got to do what you got to do. But I mean, it, it's, it's quite a, it's quite staggering, you know, the business world, especially when you're dealing with these kind of numbers. Yeah, I mean, there's always so many reasons why I haven't gotten into the stock market. I've tried, and then each time that I dip my toe into it, I feel like I'm doing something illegal and I get out before I can actually do anything (laughs) because I'm like, I have no idea how this reports. But it's just absolutely wild to me that a shareholder's job is to make a company as profitable as possible. And you're telling me that they are legally able to prevent somebody who is trying to raise the stock of the company and actually tank the company's value. And that's good for actual other shareholders, like people who randomly buy stock on Twitter. Yeah, it's it's crazy because there's a big outpour of people who actually own Twitter stock that are like the idea of his offer. They would make a lot of money based on his offer. Here's another thing. Uh, Elon is not the number one shareholder anymore. Vanguard Corporation has come in and bought 10%. To, so they are now the highest when it comes to ownership of Twitter. Now, Vanguard is not an individual. That is a corporation, so it's quite mm-hmm. a bit different. Um, but, you know, we're gonna, it's, everybody's putting their little you know fingers into it and a lot of different moving parts, a lot of variables going on. So I look forward to seeing where this is going to go. Now, how do you feel about somebody like Elon doing something like this? Well, here's the deal. Like, so far, he is promoting this as a way of garnering free speech. Uh, he thinks there's a lot of things Twitter uh, does that uh, he disagrees with and wants to change. Now, that could be just optics. For all we know, he's just an extremely savvy businessman who is using this popularity to help motivate him you know, and motivate encouragement for Twitter so that if he does acquire it and gets more users, you know, makes the stock go way up, things of that nature. But there is a fundamental, you know, goal behind the scenes for him to, you know, even more maximize his control, wealth, marketing, things of that nature. Who knows? Well, I mean, like it wouldn't even matter necessarily if the stock goes up for him because he'd be taking it private. So, I mean, like, that's kind of a moot point. I know. To me, it's just like the complete market manipulation that he's done with Dogecoin, Tesla, and if SpaceX, and a few other things that he's done. I, I know. And I think, it, like I said, it's all about the optic side of it. I think to the average person like you and me and everybody around like that, the 
the financial side, the stock market, all that stuff like that, that's a that's a beyond me. That's you know, I, I have nothing yeah. of, I have nothing to do with it. I look at it as what he's trying to promote it as is that he's trying to promote free speech. He's trying to make it where there's blue check marks on people uh, and who are allowed to have Twitter accounts that should not, and there's people who have been removed from Twitter who should have not, and he wants to correct those things, and that's what he's promoting as part of his motivation for doing it. And so if that is something he's truly planning on doing, if he was to go private and take it, I'm all for it. You know, but if this is all smoke and mirrors, then of course, you know, I'm not. But you know, we'll never know. And guess what? Our opinion in the matter means nothing. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's just interesting. You know, I always want to get your opinion whenever we have these big things that pop up. And that's one of the joys of hot topics. Oh, no doubt. So here's something else, Cash. I've got an audio right now I'm going to put on here that's going to blow your mind when it comes to the physical idea of the amount of money he has when it comes to wealth. I can't wait for you to hear this. Here we go. Elon Musk is the richest person on the planet with a staggering net worth of $287.6 billion at the time of this recording. But what does this look like? Well, if you were to take his money and $100 bills and stack it on top of each other, you could make three stacks that reach outer space. And you'd still have enough money left over to make two stacks that reach the peak of Mount Everest, because why not? And after all of that, you'd still be left with $2.6 million. Now what if we measured lengthwise? The average length of a dollar bill is 6.14 inches, which is a lot. Anyways, if you were to measure Elon Musk's money lengthwise, you could make over 1,119 laps around the entire earth or if you prefer over 116 stacks to the moon now the average salary in the united states is fifty one thousand four hundred and eighty dollars which takes elon musk a mere two minutes and 15 seconds to make the big house located in ann arbor michigan is the largest stadium in the united states with a capacity of 107,601. if you were to equally distribute elon musk's money amongst a sold out big house everyone would receive a little over 2.6 million dollars Elon Musk could buy every single NFL team, and then he'd have enough left over to buy every single NBA team, and then he'd have enough left over to buy the entire country of Angola, and he'd still be left with over 10 times the net worth of LeBron James. Stuff like that is just truly shocking. It kind of goes back to, I think, a quote from Shaq to where he goes, there's a difference between rich and wealthy. I'm rich. The person signing my checks, now that's wealthy. And it seems like there's a category above that now. That's unfathomable to think about, you know, stacks of money to the moon. Give me a break. You know what I mean? I feel like if I stack, I feel if I stacked my money up, I'd be lucky to get to my ceiling. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> is that was that is that twelve foot vaunted ceiling? Oh, that's Dang, I got a high ceiling. Yeah. This sucks. <laughs> Let me get back to the high school. That that nine foot. You know, I, I might be able yeah. to reach that. Stay on my tiptoes. It's just, it's crazy, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. It is like, it goes back to like one of those other tweets where it's just like, as soon as you reach a billion dollars, you just get a trophy that says, I won capitalism. Like, my goodness. Yeah. Like, what are we even doing with that? Yeah. Every single sports team. And I mean, they just keep going up. What, Balmer just bought one for two and a half billion dollars or something? And just, uh, oh. and then it makes me feel sick again because the Buffalo Bills, I don't know if you've seen it, they're getting a brand new stadium. And it's all on the taxpayers to get it. And it's one of the worst contracts the city has ever signed for a sports team to get a brand new stadium. Again, we're just the peons. We just get to talk about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and fit the bill. So, I mean, you know, it's always nice for things like that. No doubt. No doubt.
All right, guys, let's get over to our news. And before we do, if you're looking for a new career, we hope you're going to check out Michael Hatcher and Associates. They are hiring in several different positions. Guys, we tell you all every week, this is a company that is truly top-notch, above the rest when it comes to Olive Branch. Best pay, best rates, best insurance, and just the best people to work with on a daily basis. If you are looking for a new career or you're wanting to start a career right here local with a company that is going to really invest in you and want to keep you there, then you need to go check them out. There is HatcherLandscape.com, or you can call Gabby, which is their talent acquisition manager, and talk to her about any questions you might have, what positions are available. She's got the answers. You can reach her at 662-755-3207. Well, Cash, you want to start us off with our news this week, brother? So as we have told everybody many of times that the Board of Aldermen meet on the first and third Tuesday of every month, and that means that there is going to be one coming up this Tuesday on April the 19th at 6.30 p.m., and they are free to attend. Now, they might not always be the most exciting things, but it is always interesting to be able to go in there and hear them talk about and hear the reasons why that they are either going to accept something or decline it. I had a lot of fun in there just hearing them go, back and forth and truly and passionately explain all of these decisions. And so if anybody is free and wants to get involved in the community, I do highly suggest that you are able to go down there. And there's plenty of restaurants downtown for you to be able to enjoy. There's the burger place, OB Pizza, and a lot of fun places for you to be able to see. Absolutely, Cash. I appreciate you mentioning this. They are really, really pushing hard to get more people there. Uh, they really want to try to make it more transparent with government. Olive Branch is really trying to push the um, do it the right way, make sure residents are well informed. Heck, they give us great information every time something big is coming out. Our mayor, uh, Ken Adams, is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, heck, he talks to us on text message, on the phone, lets us know information. And think he, and he's interviewed on our podcast, golly, what, 10, 15 times already? Yeah, it's multiple just, times. It's and uh, so we have nothing but the utmost respect for him and the city of Olive Branch. They are really trying to do things. Don't get wrong. Everybody has their problems. Everybody has their issues. But they are actively promoting this. They've reached out to us to promote this, as well as they're on their Twitter, Facebook, um, as well as emails. They really want residents to come out. If they have a concern about something, want to voice an opinion, or just want to hear what business is going on, please go check it out. Again, that's Tuesday night at 630. We also want to say a special congrats to Alderman Gil Earhart for his new grand opening of their new location on 8720 Goodman Road. Uh, Gil is a fantastic alderman and a friend of the podcast. He has done a lot for us, and we wish him and his new location for his business great, great success. We also want to let everyone know that Tate Reeves has signed House Bill 1510 to strengthen the election integrity for Mississippi. This bill adds new steps for verification for voting and was praised in both the House and Senate. Yeah, this is a big deal, Cash. Uh, You know, there's a big push across the country talking about integrity of voting, uh, you know, possibly, you know, IDs, you know, uh, multiple steps to make sure you have the right person voting. Even early voting is potentially going to be getting looked at and how to strengthen that up and uh, maybe try to end the whole, you know, stigma of, you know, illegal elections or illegal voting and stuff. And Mississippi is trying to be a step forward on that. So, hey, I think it's a good thing. Congratulations to those. Uh, I think it's a great bill moving forward. 
So randomly, as I've seen on Reddit, a lot of things popping up for presidential elections because, you know, some people aren't happy with the current president and everything that is going on. And Oh, speaking of, I, I, speaking of the current president, did you see the video? I didn't put it in Hot Topics this week. Did you see the video of as he's talking, a bird took a hot dump right on, his, <laughs> right on the collar as he's at the mic? He doesn't even flinch, and it's just a giant gob of white dew right down his shit. I mean, could you have worse luck? No. And then... And then in another speech, he gets done talking and he looks a little disoriented. He turns to his right, puts his hand out to shake hands with somebody and holds it there for like three seconds and then realizes no one's there and walks around in a circle, confused about where he is, and then goes off the stage. I mean, people were just in like... What is that? Just pure all like uh, dementia, like just living in an alternate like, universe. People are concerned, man, that maybe the dementia is setting in or something. People are really concerned. I mean, heck, even the oldest senator in the United States, uh, Diane Feinstein. You know, um, I think I pronounced the name correctly. Uh, Deja had an interview with the other day. She asked the person she was talking to who they were four times in the middle of the interview, and then asked random questions about stuff at her home while they were talking about a. I mean, it was just like what. I mean, we've got to, maybe not even, I mean, we obviously need term limits, but I mean, there's got to be an age restriction. Like, you're just too old to I serve mean, the best interests of the country. I don't know, man. I you just, don't get me wrong. I know there's people who are uh, get, are just as sharp as a tack as when they were, you know, young, you know, all the way to their, you know, their, you know last day. I, I mean, mean it, Alicia, it, it, my still, wife's grandfather was in his 90s, and he was still a very sharp, sharp man. Uh, you know, but I think it's just different for everybody. I mean, that's fair. I mean, you can still be that sharp, but I mean, how much interest do you have for the future if you're 90? I, I feel you. I, you I know, you. you know, I think it's, that's that's an individual thing. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I feel you there, but I don't know, man. When I saw the video, uh, it's bad enough you get a, a bird deuces all over you, but then another, yeah. and then you turn over and put a hand out there to shake hands with somebody who's not there, and then I mean, you don't realize it for seconds. Not not a quick. Oh wait, you're not there. It's like I hold the hand out there for three seconds, and like, I mean, it's like his imaginary friend Timmy was there for him. I, I just don't yeah. get it. I don't know. I mean, I want to say bravo for you know being able to just keep going as as a bird shits on you. Like hey, you know, not miss a step. I'd be like, whoa, what is going on? But then, like you said, you followed up immediately with uh, let me shake Casper the Friendly Ghost's hand for three seconds and just, oh, just absolutely brutal. It's tough. All righty. Well, I mean, that was enough rambling to where just, just X-Nay whatever I was going to go with and let's let's move on to number four. <laughs> I got you. Now, guys, we've been telling y'all, but the OB Fest for 2022 is around the corner. It's going to be right here at the Olive Branch City Park, and it's going to be on April 30th. It's going to be from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Admission is free to the public. But remember, if you're a vendor, the registration is open now. If you want to sell goods, promote your business, this is the place to do it. It was a great, great event last year. Even though it was 1,000 degrees, it was fantastic. Uh, the registration fee is $50 for a spot. Uh, space is limited, and they'll be awarded in the order of receipt. If you are a food truck vendor and want to show your talents of cooking, you better hurry up. They are accepting only eight spots. And again, first come, first serve. If you want to go sign up, go over to their uh, Park and Rec Department, which is over at 8877 College Street, if you want to get the paperwork to take care of this. And if you're also a car person and you happen to be in the area, the Bob Marr Classic Car Show is going to be taking place. And it is actually free to enter. And you can go ahead and pick up an entry form at 8877 College Street and 
and you don't even need to have an old car. If you've got a new one that you've tricked out or just one that you want to show off, there is plenty of spots over there for you. So make sure you go ahead and pick something up so we can admire that vehicle with you. No doubt, Cash. Guys, something else we meant to uh, tell you last week and we kind of forgot. On April 23rd, which is coming right around the corner, they're going to have an Earth Day Festival. This is going to be from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And that's going to be at the DeSoto County Courthouse. Now, this is in Hernando, but it's for all DeSoto County residents. Uh, it's going to be in hell in conjunction with their farmer's market, which is opening up that day, which, uh, you know, that's a really nice farmer's market. Um, the activities are all going to be free. There's going to be exhibits for live animals, crafts, games, and even document shredding. Who knew that going to a farm, you know, farmer's market or a craft show that document shredding would become popular? Hey, I mean, it's a super important thing. We're doing it at work up here, and I was able to take advantage of it with a lot of the things that are going on. So it's one of those things where not a lot of people have paper shredders. So if you're able to get one of them blacked out and not have to worry about it, boom, go ahead and help take care of the earth. I guess so. When spring arrives, do you wish your yard was as nice as your neighbor's or maybe the best in the neighborhood? There is a company that can grant your wish, and that is Masterlawn. They have been serving the Olive Branch area for over 25 years. They have amazing courteous service and results that are unbeatable. If you go to their website, masterlawninc.com, which is that is spelled masterlawninc.com, you can check out all the services they offer, as well as a user-friendly quote system to get you started. If you prefer to use the phone, you can always contact them at 901-250-0873. Something else everyone's going to be able to enjoy is Spring Fest, which is going to be happening right there in Snowden Grove, and it's got everything that everyone enjoys. The Barbecue Fest has been happening. I've been hearing all of the Ferris wheels and rides getting up, and of course, all of the delicious food that you and me have partaked in many of times, and I am sure we are going to partake in it a little bit more. Uh, you won't catch my big butt on one of those rides anymore. I'm telling you, man. Every time I get on TikTok, on Twitter, it shows <laughs> some carnival ride that you know is rocking back and forth, and people are screaming for their lives and this and so on. I hate to be a negative Nelly, but you know I think it's just because the heavy set guy gets on the end of one of these rides and just you know totally puts it out of balance or something. I'm just not going to be that guy. You know, when I'm over 300, you know, you're just not going to see me. The bar is not going to come all the way down. I'm going to feel like I'm being squeezed in a small shoe when I'm too big a foot it's just not going down cash i'm sorry no i I hear you the last time i was over at the one that happens at the lander center the thing did not lock and so i was terrified that i was going to fly out and die the entire time that was going on is i think the crazy mouse and like i had to lock (laughs) my knee into the seat next to me like i was showing the dude i was like it's not locked it's not locked and he was just like yeah have fun and i was like no i'm gonna die and yeah i i I don't know if i'll get on the rides but i I will let nora get on them and enjoy them till her heart's content and we'll just kind of go from there i'll I'll be sitting there waving at her as i'm eating a corn dog or something just like yes 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 Speaking my volume now right there, brother. Speaking my volume. I'll get uh, ripped off at all the carnival games and enjoy all that fun. There you go. Now, guys, our next advertiser has been with us since day one. And as always, if you have a property here in DeSoto County that you want to sell fast for cash with a great offer, please go visit our friends at Robin Properties. They have an amazing website called iBuyDeSoto.com. Now, this is not one of those national chains. This is a true local company from local folks that are fantastic. They're 
really want to do it right, really want to take care of the people here from because they're from here. If you are interested in selling your home, like I said, if it needs some work or it's got it's outdated or maybe you got a home and maybe a divorce, loss of loving, whatever it may be, and you want to see what your house is worth to them and maybe get some fast cash, this is a great opportunity to work with these people. Go to their website, ibuydesobedo.com. The concert series is going to be taking a break this week. There is going to be no performance this Thursday, but they are obviously saving the best for last on April the 28th. Your school, Center Hill High School, is going to be having their 70 student concert band out there performing and putting on a wonderful show for everybody to enjoy. Like I said, next Thursday, April the 28th. Yeah, guys, come on and support my school. These kids have been working really, really hard. Um, It's been an interesting year for our band program. Um, Our band director, I am so jealous and envious of him. He has decided to take a sabbatical um, from work, and he is walking the Appalachian Trail all the way to New York, Maine area as we speak. He started, uh, I think, about a month or so ago, uh, maybe three or four weeks, I'm not sure, and literally just carries a backpack his wallet, his phone, and he is on YouTube, on TikTok, and he talks and records every so days uh, as his travels. And he has decided that, you know, one of those bucket list things uh, that he just wants to walk that trail and he's doing it. It's going to take him somewhere between four and six months to do it. He's by himself um, and he's loving it, you know, and uh, it's just an absolute uh, great experience for him. And, you know, like I said, I've uh, seen him on YouTube and you can just see the joy and the happiness in his eyes. It's it's quite a brave thing to do, especially if you're, a, you know, a family man with children at home and a wife, this and our soul on. But, you know, he's just got a really, really cool family and he really wanted to do this, you know, but why he still could before you get too old and say you wish you had. And uh, we wish him uh, absolute great fortune and luck and, uh, uh, you know, continue the spirit as he travels because it's only going to get funner and funner as it gets warmer and warmer. I was about to say, now, why didn't he just wait until summer to be able to do this? And then you hit me with four to six months just by yourself walking the Appalachian Trails. Oh, my goodness. Like, I've known people go out there for two to three weeks, but that's... He's coming back a completely different man. Like, there's just no no way around it. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite impressive. I mean, he spent... I think like two and a half years mm-hmm. uh, preparing for it, uh, doing research, practicing uh, different trails and hikes, different things to get into shape for it. He lost like 20 or 30 pounds to, you know, kind of get in better fitness. And I mean, like the man was true dedication and he's doing something really cool. He, he's a avid Frisbee golf, uh, you know, player, as my, my I know you would guy. really enjoy. Yeah. And so what he did was, believe it or not, there are actually several Frisbee golf uh, courses along the Appalachian Trail, and he notated on a certain Frisbee what his thoughts and plans were in hopes that someone will continue to play Frisbee golf up the Appalachian Trail to where the Frisbee makes it to his final destination and he can see who has signed it and has made the trip up there through other people. Uh, I think that's really, really cool, and I really, really hope it works out. I hope the Frisbee makes it all the way up to Maine and that you know you can have something like that that would be truly, truly an amazing collectible uh, and a memory if you're something uh, you know, so monumental in your life. That's really cool. Uh, that, that's an awesome idea, and I hope people are honoring that, which as I've come to know through the uh, disc golf community, that I fully expect that that disc to be there by the time his destination rolls around. Yeah. We wish him luck, man. Really, really wish him luck.
All right, Cash, it's time for some dad jokes, man. This is brought to you by our amazing advertiser, Ali Edgelology, my alpha insurance agent. Guys, he works right here in Olive Branch. He is a part of the Ace Agency Agency of Olive Branch, and they do a fantastic job when it comes to insurance. If you're interested in saving money on your insurance, which we all should be, uh, trust me, it was huge for me, over $900 in savings, please give their office a call. You're going to be shocked how well they treat you as well as how quick and easy the quote is going to be this is something very very simple go check them out this is their office number 662-893-0928 or you can call Allie's cell phone which is 1-843-324-0930 cash i've got a few dad jokes but did you say you had ones for me i i did if you are willing to uh bear with me for them all right hit me what do you call a belt with a clock on it a belt with a clock on it hmm I don't know. A waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I like it. I like it. What do you call a magic dog? A magic dog. I feel like this is something really, really simple. I'm just not picking up on it. It is. I don't know. Go ahead. Hit me. A labracadabrador. Okay. That was lame. (laughs) I'm going to go straight lame on that one. All right. Move on. Move Uh, on. What's the best thing about Switzerland? Their chocolate. I don't know, but their flag is a huge plus. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like that. All right, you ready for my three? Absolutely. For upcoming dad? Yes, All right, sir. here we go. Cash, I told my wife she needs to start embracing her mistakes. Uh-oh. So she started hugging me tighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel that. So, Cash, my nine-year-old, happy birthday, by the way, Layla. That was her birthday this past weekend. uh, Has lined up all of her dolls towards the grill outside. It looks like she's preparing for some kind of barbecue. Oh, my goodness. I'm moving you to Australia. Yes, you're right. Last one. My wife asked me to put ketchup on the shopping list, and now I can't read anything on it. Uh, guys i hope y'all enjoyed our dad jokes for today some were lame some were pretty decent but again all in good humor and good fun yeah i mean it's just something to have a lot of fun with oh my god (laughs) yeah you got that visual of ketchup all over a piece of paper don't you (laughs) i I really do and it, it would make it more useful for whenever i do still forget to get things on the shopping list but man Cause like, do you have that same problem to where like you have the shopping oh. list and you still forget something every single time? Dude, how many times have you looked at the list? Now, here's the deal: if the list is not in order of the rows that you travel upon, Absolutely it's a lost cause. Oh yeah, because then like it's sometimes cause. it's easier for me to say I just forgot it than to think the have that walk of shame back into the supermarket to go back <laughs> and get it. How many times have you gone all the way through the grocery store and you look at your list and go, oh, man, this was on the second aisle of the song. What the heck? You know, just be pissed. All the time. Absolutely. All the the time. time. All the time. All right, guys, let's move over to Riddle Me This. I've got two good ones for you. Cash, are you ready? Yes, I, I am prepared, feeling nice and educated up north. You know, I got, I got some new brain yeah. power. Good luck, man. Good luck. Here we go. I got two doozies now. Here we go. You throw away the outside and you cook the inside. Then you eat the outside and throw away the inside. 
What did you just eat? Seriously? Um, the only thing I can think of that's anything like this is maybe like a rib, but I got nothing. The answer is an ear of corn. Wow. No, that is. <laughs> you Sorry, throw you away the, the outside yeah. and then you cook, you cook the then inside. You, then, you cook, then you eat the outside and throw away the inside. That's beautiful. Well done, sir. <laughs> I, I, I like that. Yes, that was a good one. That was a good one I found. I was like, yeah, going to get this one. All right, here we go. On to our next one. Riddle me this. Pronounced as one letter and written with three, two letters there are and two only in me. I'm double, I'm single, I'm black, I'm blue, and gray. I read from both ends and the same either way. What am I? I can only assume I. And the answer is bingo, Cash. You got it, man. It was I. <laughs> Sitting here celebrating like Rocky, baby. About time. Let's go. That's only like the twentieth. Twenty. Oh of them. my goodness! I, I did not did, didn't expect it. What? Got I got what, like a fourteen twenty on the SATs. Is that a good score? I, I, I don't know. Never even took I mean, it. I don't know, I, man. I'm, but I can. T- I tell you, the thing that gave it to me was is that I'm black and I'm blue. That was like you know black eye, blue eye, like that just kind of rang to me as soon as I read it, and I was like, oh, it is right, yeah. So, well, I hope y'all enjoyed those riddles. They are always fun uh, and always enjoyable to hear people's responses because I'll get an email about all the time about like, oh, I got your riddles, or man, those are great. You know, keep them coming, that kind of stuff. I'm going with anyone that got them just cheated. <laughs> Believe it or not, I do have a listener who says that he is 100 on all the riddles so far. He's a true riddle enthusiast, and he has told me he's got he's guessed it right every single time. So I'm gonna be looking for him this next week and see if he's still. If he gets that year of corn one, just absolute bravo because I mean, truly that one is it is top notch. It should have been on the Lord of the Rings or the yes. Hobbit whenever they were going back and forth with it. Yes, yes, yes. Now guys, if you're enjoying the show as we've talked about so many people and others are, please tell me that you have already hit the subscribe button and you're encouraging your friends, family, and coworkers to do the same. It's always very encouraging to see that our numbers are continuing to grow every week and we would love to get more positive reviews if they're possible for you to hit that iTunes and give us a five star. It'd be great. It'd be absolutely wonderful if you could do that for us. All right, guys, let's get over to our motivational message. And this is brought to you, of course, by the DC Dragons Karate and Cheer Dojo. If you're in the market to learn some fantastic karate by a wonderful family-friendly dojo, this is where you want to go. They're located right here in Olive Branch off of 178, and they do amazing stuff at low to almost no cost. It is very friendly on the budget. They do not do billing. Pay as you go, and you can go as a whole family. What's better than that? Go check out their Facebook page. As you can see, all all these cool videos they do, all the different things they offer. Like we said every week, they do traditional martial arts, but they also do self-defense. They do sparring. They do a lot of things to increase kids' confidence. And what that's just something that is really, really needed in today's world. And so if that's something you'd be interested in, again, go to the Facebook page and check out DC Dragons. 
Now, Cash, our motivational message this week is short and to the point, but man, it is good. And it is by Jordan Peterson, one of my favorite, favorite people to listen to. He's one of those people who just really calls it like it is. And this is more about, in my words, is about self-reflection, you know, learning about yourself or just asking yourself the right questions. And he's going to hit you hard with, you know, sometimes you know you're doing things wrong and here's a good way to figure it out for yourself. And I think this audio is really going to hit. And so let's go to it now. If you want to know something about yourself, sit on your bed one night and say, what's one thing I'm doing wrong that I know I'm doing wrong that I could fix that I would fix? You meditate on that, you'll get an answer. And it won't be one you want, but it'll be the necessary one. It's always nice whenever people start talking about Jordan Peterson because as somebody with a psychology degree, hearing him bring it into the light without a negative connotation is just always something that I find so positive. And I've listened to a lot of his things and done some of these things. And he's absolutely right. You don't want to hear a lot of the things that you know you're doing wrong and you're preventing yourself from succeeding a lot of times. And whenever you sit down and talk to yourself, it's a scary thing. And so to hear that again and know that, you know, this is something that you should probably do at least once a year. It's, it's hard and life is hard, but being able to look at yourself in the mirror and know that you're doing better and starting to do the things that it takes, it, it starts to give you a better life. Cash, I couldn't agree more. That's, uh, we're very well said, and I hope it's advice people will take. Hey, guys, go look up Jordan Peterson. His conversations he has, the motivational message he puts out there uh, are just absolutely top-notch, and they're brutal and to the point, but in a polite way, um, and truly one of the best speakers I enjoy listening to, and that's where I try to get my content, and you're probably going to hear him more and more for our show. So go, please go check him out. You really, well, really I mean, enjoy and One it. of the things that I absolutely love is if you ever see him in an interview always notice how he pauses about three to five seconds before he answers the question really sits there sinks his teeth into it and thinks about how he's going to respond to something instead of just diving head first and it's always one of those things where your parents are telling you think before you speak and he truly shows you how you can dodge some of the traps that are thrown at you if you just take the time to collect yourself before you actually dive into something Agree, man. Agree. All right, time for those random facts and stories you likely didn't know, and I've got three good ones for you, Cash. Hold on. Before we dive into them, uh, did you actually watch any of the Masters? I watched a little bit of highlights. I did not actually watch any of the Masters, I have to confess. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to Scotty Scheffler. But one of the reasons I wanted to was because I was sitting at work, and uh, we, we were watching a little horse racing, but we had the Masters up, and I started throwing out all the random facts that you had found out about them, and people are like, you've got to be kidding me. We start listening to the bird noises, and it's just like the same bird noise throughout the entire tournament from Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. And he's like, oh my God, that is fabricated. He yep. did know that the grass was green. He had been there and seen it painted, but then I start telling him about the sand, and he's like, you've got to be kidding me. Telling him about the cameras and everything, and it was just like... 
absolutely mind blowing once you know them just how much different that that tournament actually looks. So oh, I mean, I to me, it, it, it made it a lot more entertaining. It, it was a fun one to go and just start talking to people about. And I, I absolutely th- those were my favorite facts of the week. I guess just because it, it made it so much into the natural life and everything. Well, you, you had something to apply it to. You know what I mean? It's a- one thing absolutely. to know something; it's another to get to see it in action and go, "Wait a minute, that's bullcrap!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and, and to talk with people who were interested in them because like some of them people are like uh, wh- why do you know that and how do you know that and who cares and it's just like well i mean just random knowledge is nice but like like you said when you're sitting with people or if you could have done like a cool little bar bet with them oh my goodness it, yeah. it was a lot of fun and they were they were truly appreciated by a lot of different people well there you go there you go that's awesome man that's awesome well, let's go to the first one here brother mario puzo the author of the godfather books who also adapted them to film had no idea what he was doing and had never written a screenplay before the movies came out. After winning two Oscars for his work on Godfather, he decided to go buy a book on screenwriting to learn how to properly do it. In the first chapter, it said, study Godfather 1's screenplay as a good example. I mean, could you imagine doing something so well the first time that you literally wrote the book on how to do what you're doing? I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. Somebody like Socrates or Plato or Da Vinci, just like, how do you do this? Oh, just go study this painting or go study this mathematical equation. It's just like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's just crazy, man. I love this next one, too. You're going to love this, Cash. The restaurant Kentucky Fried Chicken's Twitter account only has 11 people it follows on social media. There are six random men named Herb and the five former members of the music group The Spice Girls. So if you think about it, this means that KFC is only interested in 11 herbs and spices. That is awesome. That, that is, is Twitter genius, man. Oh, yeah. See, like, that, that's a good side of social media right there. I mean, that, that is how you do some marketing right there. But bravo to whoever runs that social media account. It's like the Wendy's one that just goes out there and starts roasting everybody. Oh, you're I know doing it, what man. you're supposed to. It's good stuff. Good stuff. All right, Cash, the last one. In 1978, Mark Goodwin, a resident of Milwaukee, was tarring his flat roof of his Bay City studio when he had the idea to mess with the passengers landing on the nearby Mitchell International Airport. He took a gallon of white paint and painted the sign, Welcome to Cleveland, in six-foot-tall letters on the roof. This caused quite a few issues at the airport and the city overall. Mark was asked to remove it, and he declined, enjoying the notoriety it was bringing. The city adopted a new policy prohibiting any misleading signs to be posted in any form in the city limits. However, Mark's Welcome to Cleveland sign had to be grandfathered in due to law and still exists today, causing problems for passengers to now. Man, I really wish I would have seen it the only time I flew into Milwaukee, as I don't see any other time that I'm going to be flying into it. But shout out to Cleveland. It is a fantastic city. I cannot recommend it enough to anybody that wants to come and visit and see a lot of the different roller coasters and different stuff that the city has to provide. But... Hey, I mean, if I was flying into Milwaukee, I'd probably be happier that I was landing in Cleveland after everything that I've heard and now seen and embraced. (laughs) 
Yeah, I hear you, brother. I hear you. Well, guys, we hope everybody enjoyed those cool stories and facts. Now I'm thinking of like everybody like on airways and stuff. Like if, if you had a house or a piece of property right there that you know, like say like over by the Malco, like what what city would you tell people welcome to if you had that opportunity right now? Probably Little Rock. I'd probably, yeah, I was about to say that's probably the like, best closest one. <laughs> it's just I like, would probably get welcome to Little Rock. <laughs> what the crap? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have fun with that. I'd have oh, fun yeah. with that for uh, sure. No, I, I think that's the right way to go with it. Yeah. All right, guys, let's get to our sports section. Now, guys, I have a confession. I did an interview with an old college friend of mine, RT, this past week, and we discussed the 7A uh, high school redistricting or reclassification. Uh, but sadly, man, the audio of our interview did just kind of crapped out, man. It happened sometimes. There were some orphan files. I can't get into the particulars of it. But sadly, I lost the interview. Uh, but it was a fantastic one. RT is a great guy. He works with Northwest. He works with the Mississippi Sports sports group when it comes to Twitter and things, and they do a lot of promoting when it comes to high school sports. And he had a strong opinion about the 7A move, uh, and I do want to convey his opinion uh, in, in honor of him. Uh, he felt like going to 7A was a way of watering down the state when it comes to overall talent. He also believes that it kind of personifies that that whole thing of everybody gets a trophy because the more teams will be eligible to go to the playoffs, more championships, and that just means more kids, you know, winning. And some people could say that's great, but he says part of, you know, becoming a, a great athlete, a great competitor is his understanding, you know, there are wins and losses and not everybody gets a trophy. So he was really kind of down on that and I can understand it. And finally he says, it feels like it's a way for the MHSAA, the organization that governs high school sports to, make more money is because believe it or not the more playoff games the more championships there are the higher the percentage of money the schools have to give to the organization uh, when it comes to the end of the year which thus will increase their revenue so uh, when you look at it from that point of view that is factual as well Um, and so I could see his points those are very valid we concluded our interview with the part that I felt strongly about the reason I was in for it was is that um, this was a way of balancing a very unbalanced way of our current six classifications by having seven it balances out the upper ones especially in 6a and the best example i could come up with was is that center hill high school has roughly a little over a thousand students and tupelo high school is over 1900 so we can say there's over 900 difference which is almost double here's the other catch bay springs high school which is a 1a school Okay, also is 900 kids away from Center Hill, but they are 1A and we're 6A. But we're supposed to play a team that's also 6A that's 900 more than we are. And so by doing this, this levels it out to where we have a 7A. It only has a difference of three or 400 possible down to 6A and so on. Uh, and so that, that makes a much, much better when it comes to playing the same number of kids with the potential of talent on the field and so on leveling things out and so that's what we concluded with and he agreed but hey these are all important factors when it comes to this either way it goes it has passed it is going to happen yeah i mean and that's one of the interesting ones because i don't necessarily buy that it's everybody gets a trophy because we're only adding one more championship now obviously there's a couple more people going into the playoffs i think probably like what six more schools total or maybe is it eight that actually get into the playoffs 
But it's like whenever you phrase it as the 900, because I remember going to junior college and it was the first time that I was ex- re-exposed to seeing the vast difference in schools. And one of my best friends, Casey Copeland, he went to a small school in Mississippi called Baldwin and they won the state championship his senior year in two-way. And I, I was just like, we would absolutely crush you. And he goes, we were state champs. I was like, you had 12 people that actually played in the game. We, we had 22 people and rotated people in because we actually had depth. He's like, no, 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 no. We're state champs. We would have found a way to beat you. I was like, dude, you didn't come off the field. You were an offensive lineman, a defensive lineman, the kicker, and the punter. And you kicked with a square toe shoe. Those aren't, I don't even think that those are legal in 6A by the time that we got up there. Yeah. And, no, it's, it, there is a big misconception about things, for sure. And that's the reason a lot of school, small schools don't play bigger schools and vice versa in certain sports. You can get away with it in certain sports, but there are a lot of them you cannot, and it's just not fair. You know what I mean? I think basketball, you have five kids on the, on the court. Five is a big difference than having 22 to play football or more than that, you know, that are actually going to be on the field at one time. Yeah, I mean, as soon as you have injuries and everything – yeah, there's, there's so much more to it and stuff. And so that's a great example. You know, like there, it just depends on what you're playing, how you're playing, what levels you are. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not necessarily happy about it, but uh, I think it does level a playing field. I, I, I'm intrigued by the thought of it being another money grab because there's a lot of those always going around. And, you know, maybe it's one of those to where it is a money grab, but it does benefit a lot of people. And it could lead to a lot of overall happiness. I hope so. I hope so. Is your home or business in need of some restoration work? Maybe a water pipe burst or you have some storm damage? There is an expert company right here in DeSoto County that can handle all your needs. Brian Rowe and his team of DeSoto Cleaning does expert restoration work. They will make sure the job is perfect to your satisfaction. Look them up on Facebook at DeSoto Cleaning LLC and that is the capital LLC. They also provide other cleaning service such as steam cleaning carpets, tile, and grout. Or if you'd like to call them on the phone today, you can call them at 662-710-2698 or you can email Brian personally at R-O-W-E underscore 41 at hotmail.com. Well, guys, let's get to baseball scores, and our three schools played some whoppers this past week. Uh, Center Hill was able to defeat Olive Branch in a three-game sweep. On Monday night, they defeated Olive Branch 20-1 to in three innings. That was a tough night for OB. Uh, just, you know, the first inning came out, and I think they scored 17. Uh, they, they shuffled some pitchers and stuff, but Center Hill just seemed to be on. I don't know what they had eaten their Wheaties that day. but So then did Olive Branch end up scoring one in the first? and that's how it wasn't just run rule by the end of the first or um i think the rule was 15 15 uh runs after three and so since they were winning by 15 after three that's when it was ob is a young team i mean i think they have one or two seniors and you know it, it was just a tough day it was just wasn't their day look they i mean they're Tuesday. still coming out yeah. and playing and i mean after last week the week before i mean just brought under these kids for still having the passion to play the sport coming out and doing what's necessary because when you when you're getting drummed like this sometimes a lot of people can lose their passion and just not even want to play oh no doubt well here's the deal they came out Tuesday night and played again and this was Center Hill's senior night 
and they lost ten to two, but it was a much better ball game. They went the full distance, the whole nine yards, and uh, so like I said, Opie never gave up. You know, like I said, being young, and everything else. Kudos to them, but congratulations to Center Hill. <clears throat> and then Thursday they went to Olive Branch for Olive Branch's senior night. Uh, the game was a final of fifteen to three. We want to wish Ob seniors uh, well. That was their last official game, I believe, for the season. Uh, Center Hill will play again this Tuesday to play against Ripley at Ripley before they go into the playoffs as they will be the third seed and will be traveling to Clinton on Friday to play round uh, or play game one of the first round of playoffs. Now let's transition over to DeSoto Central and Lewisburg and Cash, this was a crazy, crazy series. Uh, Lewisburg was on a 19 or 20 game win streak, mm-hmm. uh, played DeSoto Central in game one and at the uh, two outs at the fourth inning. They had to delay the game due to rain and storm and did not stop it. At that time, Lewisburg was losing 18 to 4. What? I was in absolute shock when I was reading Twitter. I was calling everyone I knew that was at the game. Both teams were throwing their aces um, and was just for some reason. DeSoto Central had something special, I guess. You know, I don't know what it was, but those kids were motivated and they were hitting the ball right and left. During that 18-point score, there was two grand slams. Two grand slams on Lewisburg. It was unbelievable. Um, It's just one of those, like I said, any given day like that, you would think a team that is ranked number two, a 19-20 game win streak, um, to make it where it was 18-4, it was unreal. People were on Twitter all over talking about, like, is this real? Is this fake? No way. da 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 But unfortunately, that's the way it went down. So game one was unconcluded. They went to game two, and the D.C. defeated uh, Lewisburg outright for game two. When they went to game three, they actually had to finish game one. They, you know, they didn't, that game was technically over. They did finish that game. No score changed. So game one did conclude 18-4. to um, So D.C. was winning two uh, of the games so far. Went to game three. Lewisburg picks it up and wins 10-8 to win the final game uh, to make the series 2-1. And they will take the second seed of their playoffs. And this is one of the – I think the first time they were not district champs. And I think they've had a record for that like 14, 15 years. This was kind of a stunning demise for Lewisburg. I know it was tough for those kids and those seniors but uh, you know what they're still in the playoffs they're still a real hot team and heck this could be the kick in the pants or motivator for them to really just kind of blow right through the playoffs and get right up to that state championship and maybe make something happen Uh, they could very likely see dc again later in the playoffs if things kind of shake out a certain way so we definitely want to wish both those teams good luck and um, you know see where it goes absolutely and it looks like they probably should be meeting up again with the recent performances that we have seen from both of those schools oh no doubt now Lewisburg is going to play one more regular season game on Monday they're going to play against Oxford which Oxford is I think the number one team in their district Uh, and then they're going to start their playoffs at home playing Germantown High School and so if you're interested in going to watch them their playoffs games that's when they'll have their That'll be Friday night. Now, guys, we want to remind you again that we will not have an episode next week, and we really appreciate listening to our pod. And, if, of course, if you enjoy our podcast, we encourage you to go listen to our friends over at Under the Water Tower. It is a very similar podcast, but they cover the Hernando area, and they do a fantastic job. Go check them out. That is Under the Water Tower. As always, guys, we really appreciate you listening to our podcast, and we look forward to doing this again for you to hear us next week. Uh, I am Zach. And I am Cash. And we'll see you all then. <laughs>